All right, we're back. A lot more to do on this Football Friday. Uh, Brothers uh, Supply is New York's number one source for ice p tax, water source, heat pumps, and fan coils. Contractors and property managers partner up with Brothers Supply. For all of your air conditioning needs, call today for a quote or visit online at brothersupply.com. Remember, Brothers Supply has it in stock. The Gary Danielson Report is brought to you by the U.S. Army. Join the team that makes a difference. And Mavis Discount Tires. Save on tires at MavisTire.com. Tomorrow, uh, the game that is always uh, the one that ends the uh, regular season. And it is one that stands alone and always deserves to stand alone because it is a uh, classic and I always love it. Uh, and now it's more competitive again because Army now, they should have won two years ago. They didn't. They finally broke the streak last year. They now are back on some more solid ground. They play an easier schedule. The teams are pretty equal now. Navy's a slight choice. Gary Danielson joins us now. And I'd say probably pretty much a toss-up tomorrow, right? I think so. Mike, thanks for having me. Uh, listen, I, you know, I've had a, a really blessed career doing a lot of big games from Michigan, Ohio State to Texas, Oklahoma, and the SEC championship and even did national championship games. But I would, as long as CBS will be, you know, willing to have me, I would, this would be the last game I'd ever want to give up. Yeah, this it's a great, game. great game. Great game. Yeah, it really I love is. it. I, right. I did it. I did it for three or four years. And, and, and it's, it's amazing to see it. Uh, it's unlike any other game. And it really, it captures so much spirit and it also tells you that you're in good hands that the country's in good hands because there's so many good kids down there playing on the field and in the stands it really is you know where the leaders are coming from in the years to come you know they're all in the building you know to me what it highlights and you know it's been a whole big week for us uh brad and i were you know start out with a hall of fame banquet uh tuesday night we visited west point in annapolis and this game to me I'm so proud of CBS and, you know, uh, Sean McManus and his team and Mike Oresco that were responsible for getting this game the way it is. It just um, shows and I think uh, lets the Americans, our, our viewing audience, see that, you know, this is the 90% of the people in our country that get along great. You know, all yep. week I traveled. I watched people who don't know each other, hold doors open for each other, carry bags, you know, and we, we so many times just – Talk about the ten percent of the people that can't get along with each other, and uh, these guys represent that. You are right; the game has gotten better. These teams compete pretty well now, yep. with no matter who they play with. They're unique offenses, and they're getting better football players. And the the, the thing that I love most is when I go to interview these guys. They all know, you know, they watch our games. You know, they they watch the SEC or the Big Ten. And they know that one of the reasons they came here is they wanted to play big-time football, and they demand of me to not grade them on a curve. They, they want to be critiqued just like I'm doing Alabama or Ohio State or USC, and they deserve that. They, they're proud of the way they play football, and they produce a great product. They really do. And, you know, it was funny. Uh, Navy's different. They're unique. They play a top schedule, they play the top teams, and they're able to compete. Now, they don't compete defensively. They compete with their brilliant offense, which doesn't right. turn the ball over. Army couldn't find themselves for a year, and they asked a lot of people. I mean, they went around and asked people. They, right. they, they called and asked me, and they said, what do you think we should do? And I said, I think you should play. A, what I said to them was play a schedule a third, a third, a third. Play a third of the games against teams like the Ivy Leagues or the you know the uh-huh. you know, that kind of level teams, the and then play the good teams, and then play teams that are right with you. And I think that's the the mix rather than going out and getting your head beat in every week. And it yeah, seems like they have found a mix there that they can live with. 
I think so. It keeps them a little more healthy. Uh, that Army, the demands and the rigors at, at West Point are, are tremendous. They don't really have quite as big of football players as Navy do. But tell you in this game, you know they don't they don't get knocked off the ball at all. Last year they played tremendous defense against a Navy team that came in limping into this game. To be fair, right. you know they played the AAC uh, conference championship game and got beat up by Temple in that football game. Of Boy, did they ever. Football yeah. team. So yep. they kind of limped into this game. And uh, to be honest, you know, I'm going to talk about a little bit in our open. You know, last year's game, even the most ardent Navy supporters, and I don't think he'd be embarrassed to say if I mentioned Roger Staubach, he said, you know, I'm, I'm for Navy, but, it, you know, I wouldn't be all upset if Army could end this thing. I kind of feel bad for him. I can tell you this year. You know, that might have been a feel-good story for even Navy fans congratulating their Army brethren. For one year, right? For one for year. For one year. They don't want, a two, they don't want back-to-back. No. This, this will be... I agree. And I said that before. I said there's a different feel this year because it got to where the streak was almost too overpowering. Now Correct. it's back to a football game again. Yeah, I, I think... Navy fans were saying, oh, I kind of feel sorry. I think you're right. I think everybody was pulling for Army. Nobody was pulling for Navy anymore because everyone was so tired of seeing Navy win. Now we're back to a football game. And let's be honest. I mean, Army, they know the Navy offense. They understand it. They know how to play against it. And they do a good job at defending it. They really do. Well, what's really, I don't want to get too deep into X's and O's because it's very hard for me to even understand, let alone the layman. But these offenses for Army, Navy, and Air Force are actually um, migrating a little bit towards the middle of all college football offenses. And the Alabamas and the Ohio States and all of the big-time offenses are kind of moving towards the way Army and Navy run it. They're running more zone reads all right. across college football. Yep. They're, implicate, they're, uh, impl- impl- imp- they're putting into their offense more like the Auburn offense where they're running a version of option offense, even though it looks different. And Army and Navy both are running now about 25% of their plays from shotgun, whereas just three years ago they might run three or four plays a game from shotgun. So the two, two offenses and the styles are kind of moving together because of the success that Navy and Army has had running the ball against anyone, and including you know these new offenses around the country that you know Auburn – started there under Gus Malzahn, and they all kind of start to look more and more similar. You know, and the other thing is you're even seeing you're even seeing read option read option in the yeah. NFL now. I mean, you yeah, know, I, you know, you I I, I I remember years ago people would say, "You kidding? The linebackers will take that and they will digest it." Now, you don't want a steady diet of it. These guys no. are running a lot of tricky stuff down that they're seeing from colleges. What's most different in this year's game is Army has decided that they're not a good passing team. So they've decided, we're not going to pass at all. If we can run a game and not even throw the ball once, we will do it. We're not going to waste one down in this game trying to loosen up the defense. They don't care. If you want to line up nine people, they feel they can figure out a way to run the ball. They're used to it against you. And, uh, you know, uh, 70, three out of every four plays for Army is run by either a quarterback or their fullback. Think about that. I mean, either their quarterback's going to keep it yep. or they're going to give it to their fullback. 
that's how dynamic this offense is, and it works. So yep. uh, I'm really looking forward to the game. I'm so proud to do it. You know, I, I've had some iconic memories. Vern and I did, la- you know, yeah, the finish last year was great, but I still remember, you know, uh, Trent Steelman with that, you know, they're driving down there. To, it's uh, the fourth year for Trent. Uh, you know, he banged his way from a freshman all the way. He fumbles an exchange with Larry Dixon going in at the 15-yard line. And then Keenan Reynolds in a day like weather we might have tomorrow, basically freezing. His yep. teeth are chattering on that last Could have drive. snow tomorrow. So, could have snow, yeah. Could have. We yeah. have three or four inches of yep. snow. And uh, both of these coaches, by the way, Jeff Munkin and Kenny Niamatololo, are both extremely aggressive, competitive guys that know each other. And if you all had the thrill, the opportunity to watch the Showtime series that followed Navy this year, if you haven't, go download it. It'll make you be proud to be an American, I'll tell you that. And that, and I told him Gary Danielson, and you know, it's funny, the, the guy who really influences this too is is Paul Johnson. He really has an influence sure. on all this. Yeah, he yep. really has, you know. Both of the head coaches were yep. on Paul's staff. So we're going to have a great game, and uh, it's a game, you know, I mean, this is a Saturday that's sitting there, by the way, you know, I'm, I'll, I'll bet college football is looking at this Saturday, okay? Um, I don't know what would happen. Uh, it, but I, I, I do hope, let's just suppose that uh, the rest of college football says, you know, this is a weekend that we could gobble up. You know, because remember, the NFL used to play on this Saturday, yeah. I think, right? Well, they, uh, they play, the, they're not allowed to play till the last three. They're allowed to play by law the last three, the NFL. Gotcha. Yes. Okay, so yes. I, I just remember this Saturday being a little bit empty, and now Always they're is. There, yeah. And, and you wonder, you know, could, could this winning weekend, could there be a double hitter, you know? So no matter what, you know, whether they play those games at 4 o'clock and 8 o'clock, this game deserves to have its own stage. And uh, as I said, absolutely I does. Yes. Have it and uh, I can't wait for the game. It's a great game. It's a great show. It's it's wonderful. I'm telling you, it's a great scene. And it's at its best when it's in Philly anyway. Uh, yeah, we're talking with Gary Danielson. All right. You travel in college football circles all the time. Sure. What were the ramifications of Alabama over Ohio State? Well, I have to say I was surprised, but I'm proud of the committee. I think they did the right thing. I thought from game one to game 12, uh, they were the most consistent team. Uh, the committee complicated things from a year ago. I actually think uh, Commissioner Delaney of the Big Ten made a, uh, a, a critical mistake when a year ago in those weeks leading up when everyone could see that you know there's going to be a decision made whether Ohio State or Penn State was going to represent the Big Ten, but the commissioner strategically could have lobbied for Penn State by saying something like, listen, uh, we're happy that you're considering Ohio State, but please take our champion first. If you want to include Ohio State against Washington in a, in a matchup, we're happy with that, but you don't pass up our champion. And I think that opened up Pandora's box where it came back and, and bit the Big Ten this year. So let's all understand nobody knows which team is better than the other team on any given day. Okay. But I thought the more deserving team considering all the precedent that was uh, laid uh, down last year, that it would have been unfair to Alabama to bypass them because I thought they had a better season. And I actually think the late night interview that Nick Saban did with, uh, I think it was Van Pelt late at night, he and urban were both on, where he said, come on, uh, if if uh, Alabama would have lost to, let's say, Texas A&M by 31, you wouldn't even be talking to me. 
I think that was a money phrase, and I think a lot of the people on the committee were listening to that interview. I totally agree. At lost to Iowa, killed them. There's no question about it. And you know they didn't have enough slack to pick it up. And um, you know that's and and unfortunately to me anyway is I just wish uh, they would have split up Clemson and Alabama myself because I really? think, I think they're really? the two best teams myself. I really do. Well, really, I think they're the it, two it, best teams. Yeah, it is interesting. I don't think that it would have looked like they were gerrymandering to yep. do that, though. So I agree. They could, but but I, it is interesting. Uh, you know, I got to see uh, Commissioner Sankey at the Hall of Fame banquet. By the way, a, a unbelievable job by Peyton Manning speaking at the Hall of Fame banquet this year, saluting everybody. Uh, waited until last. Peyton saluted Kirk Gibson, who was enshrined as a football player. And Peyton saluted him for his home run. And he was a heck of a football player, too. He was, yeah. yeah. He was. He would have been a first-round draft pick. Yep. And, uh, you know, so Kirk was there. It was, a, it was a great class. But I saw Commissioner Sankey, and I said, you know, the SEC gets to beat their chest now for a month. But I remember back in 2006 when the Big Ten was riding at the top, when the argument was that Michigan and Ohio State deserved two teams, and they were the best two teams. And in that uh, playoff game, Ohio State uh, did, did not play well against Florida and lost, and then Michigan lost really badly to USC. So for a month here, the SEC gets to pound its chest with two teams in. But if they go 0-2, it could be a tough playoff game and going into next year for the conference because people will remember that. And um, so the pressure will be on the SEC playing these two teams that we're, are going to stress these two defenses, both Georgia and Alabama. No question. Going to be fun, though. Two, it should be two good games, and I think they're in the Could best I, place. I, I mean, it's too bad the Rose Bowl, you know, is there yeah, the other years yeah. because this is when the game should be played. Five and eight on New Year's Day is perfect for these games. <laughs> well, before I leave, and I, I, this might be our, vast, our last visit, I uh, just want to thank you. We've been doing this for eight or ten years. Oh, easy, yes. Yeah. You you brought out the best in me. Well, You're thank you. What you do, it's it's um it's tough to stay on top, and uh, you've had a, a long, great run. You deserve all the well, thank respect you. you've gotten, and uh, it's been fun visiting with you every Friday. Well, it's been yeah, you've been great. I tell you, you've done a great job with that. You've turned that uh, Saturday afternoon into you went you're in the right league, and you've done a great job. You really have, and you know, uh, people probably wondered why you pick college, and you know what, <laughs> college has grown unbelievably, unbelievable. and, and you guys did a lot to to add to that because you know I'm sure you could have gone to the NFL a long time ago, and you stayed there and college football as a vehicle and as a property is now clearly a strong second it has it has grown more than any other sport on tv in the last 10 years by far you know what i think the nfl needs to learn okay the college football is not like nba basketball where people can follow the stars and root for the stars football the fans want to love their home team, whether it's their state school or it's the Steelers or the Giants. And the players exchange and they move around, but the NFL has to understand that the fans want to go to the games where their dad took them to the game 30 years ago and sit in those seats and remember their team. It's their hometown team. That's the connection that football has. 
No question. And I tell you, that the amazing thing to me is, uh, having done college football years and years ago, its strength nationally and as a TV product now is enormous. I mean, yeah. it's absolutely what the Big Ten did with their with their uh, with their network stuff. But also, this package, has, this playoff package, has been unbelievable. It has it's it has taken, grown college it, football enormously. It has. When I first got into this, it was really, really a regional sport. But the playoffs, the first, the BCS has taken a regional sport and make it a national sport, and it's really caught hold. Not sure it's perfect the way it is. It's a little bit of unfairness. You know, who knows if USC isn't the best team or Ohio State. You know, remember in 2014, nobody thought Ohio State could play with Alabama with the third-string quarterback, Cardell Jones, they won. So nobody knows for sure, but it's pretty darn close, and all the people that are involved are trying to do the right thing. I know all of them, and they're great people. Well, listen, thanks for coming on every week. Appreciate it. It's been a great segment. I appreciate your help. Thanks very much. You got it. Thank you. Thanks, Gary. Thank you. Gary Danielson, back after this.